Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Thank you, Jesus. Just where you are, whatever circumstances you find yourself in right now, whether you're carrying somebody else's load or whether you're carrying your own load. You know, as, as people, as a family, it's not just about us, but about everybody. But today, you need to walk out that there's an answer for the person you are carrying, but there's also an answer for you. If you don't have an answer, the person you are carrying becomes a heavy load. Problems have real estate, and you can tell their real estate is, is because depression is something that is heavier that you can't carry. So what happens is whatever you want to squash, all you do is you put something heavier on top. But today, you're going to walk out feeling light, lightheaded, lighthearted. You're going to lose a bit of weight if you need to lose a bit of weight. Now, okay, let me tell you, this, this, this miracle actually happened. There was this guy, and he was hugely obese. You know, I mean, when he sat around, he sat around the whole table, right? He was in a meeting, and the pastor said to him, look, he said, sir, you need to hold your pants up. And he goes, Why? He was holding his pants up and miraculously he lost all the weight. No one's here excited about that. Why? Because at Faith Life Church, we don't need to lose weight. We are amazing. Father, right now, I just thank you in the name of Jesus that you're going to do us good that we didn't waste our time to get up in the morning. We didn't waste our time to come here. We didn't go through the traffic just to sit in this building. But we came for you and we also came for us. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we declare that every person touched, saved, healed and delivered in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. You may be seated. Today, you're going to be blessed. Come on, work with me. Success is not a mystery. There are times, you know, I've had people take me out and do that, and they just want to know, what is the secret? The secret is so easy that we fail to miss it. You are right now in what you have prophesied over your life. See, one of the, one of the things that the Bible always talks about, especially in the book of Proverbs, it says, he who loves words and knows how to use words will prosper. Now, the big key we always need to know is, today we're just going to go speak God's word only. Now, watch this. How the world works, how money works, how health works, how relationships work, 
The Bible says right in the beginning, God, there was absolutely zero. It was a blank canvas. Every one of you has been given a blank canvas. The problem is we've entered this world and people have written on our canvas. The moment you were born into a family, your mother, your father wrote something about you. You went to school, the teachers wrote on your canvas. Your friends wrote to you about your canvas. Do you realize every time you, you agree with a song, you write something on your canvas. And whatever you write on your canvas is what you eventually start to live. Before there was anything, God, what did, how did God create? God said, let there be. So right from the book of Genesis, we are told that the way things work is by words. They don't work. That's why the, you get the scripture in Zechariah 4.16. 3.16 says this, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Words are spirit. They contain a lot of power. Now watch this. Look at the first scripture here. Every word I've spoken to you is a spirit word, and it, so it is life-making. I want you to realize this. Every word that Jesus spoke was a spirit word, and a spirit word is life-making. Every word is a spirit word. Now, we have a lot of people that go, isn't it amazing that we're made in the image of God? Isn't that great? Isn't it great? But with power comes responsibility. If you don't know where that comes from, it's a guy that dresses up and acts like a spider. The reason that is this, is because we're made in the image of God, we become responsible for what we create. Whether you believe in God or not, you are made in the image of God. So therefore, God says, this is what a speaking spirit does. When God created man, the ritual translation is this, he created a spirit that speaks. So that tells you the difference between us and animals is very clear. Animals have emotions. Animals have feelings. Do you realize that animals can tell you whether you're sick or not? Now, for 18 years, I had a cat. The cat loved everybody except me. Um, it would run, it would, I'd be going down the stairs and through the balustrading, the cat would wait and then whack, 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 and then run off. Soon as Sylvie came, it would purring and all that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's a distraction to me. Everybody wants to see me. <laughs> so, so my cat, when I, was, when I wasn't well and I'd go to bed and, and the cat knew it, he would actually come and cuddle up next to me. The moment I got that, I disappeared. But see, I, the cat loved me. I loved the cat. We had all that. The one thing I never could have with my cat is a decent conversation. The cat never, ever asked me for any help. The cat never, ever said, Ted, 
I have a riddle for you. You, you with me? So cats can respond, but they cannot have fellowship like you and God have. So we are created to be spirit speakers. And so what we understand is this, is that every word I've spoken to you. So Jesus is telling you this. Every word that he has spoken is a spirit word, and a spirit word creates life, whether you understand it or not. Now, li listen to the other part. This is in a Passion Translation. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives life. That which is, that which is of the natural realm is no help. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. Now, watch this very carefully. If you, if you walk away with this one part here, your life will change. But, they, but there are still some of you who won't believe. Now watch this. You are created to believe the word of God and then to have a corresponding action. You, when God made you, you have the capacity to respond. Have you ever wondered why repentance is not preached to the devil? Oh, okay, maybe it's me. I've always wondered, why doesn't God preach to Satan? Why doesn't God preach to angels? You know why? Because they're not created to respond to the word like we are. You are created... To respond to God. Now listen, look at that last word. God is speaking and he says this. But there are still some of you who want belief. What is it saying? This Some of us are hiding behind, I have no faith. I can't do it. The Bible says this, that a non-response is the act of the will and it is the refusal to respond of what you are capable of. See, the reason I never got a book and read to my cat, his name was Vermi, for, short for Vermont, that I never sat with him and watched telly. Every time he watched telly with me, he fell asleep. The reason being is this, when, if I got my cat, sat down and read to him, he is not capable of understanding me. But you are. So God tells us is this, is that every word that he has spoken to you, you have the capacity to receive it, believe it, and live it. I never used to like this. You know the reason why? Because now I am responsible. How many of you love a life without any responsibilities? Come on, all of us do. Have you ever wanted to be a kid again? Come on, isn't it great being a kid? All you do is cry and mama comes. All you do is go, dad give and dad gives. Right? You come, I'm hungry. You don't put anything in the fridge, but you keep taking it out of the fridge. 
Isn't it that the fridge becomes the miracle? The more I take out, the more comes in. I'm going, wow. But the reason we love being kids is because we've got no responsibility. Your dad takes all the responsibility. When they do something wrong at school, who do they call? Dad. Fix it, Dad. It's your fault, Dad. So, so we want that. But what happens is there's a maturity factor that kicks in where God says this. Every word that I have spoken, you have the capability to live it. So right now, if you disregard that, you can hide. Be- people hide behind this. I haven't got the faith for it. Um, uh, I- I'm not really good at it. I'm not. I can't do it. I don't. Every person that God healed under the ministry of Jesus responded to the word. Just think about this. The woman that was sick for 12 years, when she heard that Jesus was coming, what happened? She responded. What happened then? She heard Jesus. Yes. He he could do something. So what happens is this. Every time... Right now, the reason you are listening to me here and on TV or whatever medium you watch is because you have the capacity to respond. Jesus would not come and teach if you could not respond. Jesus could have said, I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you. You know, when Jesus talked to the crowd, he never said, excuse me, this group over here, uh, you've you got no faith, leave. You over here, you're confused, leave. He said, anyone who hears my words and acts on them will be saved. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus died on the cross, he died for every single person's sin. Why? Because every person has is, uh, got the capacity to receive what Jesus has done. So when Jesus died on the cross... He didn't die just for some. He died for everybody because he knew that all those from Adam that put their faith in him and all those that on that day put their faith in him and those to come, they have the capacity to receive. So when God's word goes out, it is a sign that you have capacity. Rise up, wake up, get up, square up, smile up. Praise up. If you can think of any other up words, go for it. That, that is powerful. It is so powerful that God is now saying to you, all the promises that you think are super amazing for your life, you are capable of having it and living it. Now, you do realize that every there are three types or categories of words. The first category is neutrality. Neutrality is this. Good morning, Suhai. How's your day? Um, did you want tea or coffee? What? You know, you know we, we go out, we have chit-chat. You, are you okay? It's these kind of words like, wow, you know, Ted's really handsome. Yeah, I know. You know, we're just descriptive words. Oh, that's a microphone or whatever. They're neutral. They don't do anything. They're just descriptive. Then you've got the second level. 
And the second level is God's word. God's word is this. Is God's word brings heaven to earth. So God's word is creative. God's word goes into something that doesn't exist and makes it exist. God's word goes to a loveless marriage and says it is filled with love. God's word goes to somebody that is poor that you have been blessed. See, God's word takes heaven and brings it on earth to be lived, not just rejoiced. God's word is creative. Third level are satanic words. What is the satanic word? It is a word that is, di- that is directly opposite from the kingdom of God. Poverty is a demonic word. Because you were not created in poverty, you were created in heaven. Sickness is a demonic word. It was not created in heaven. See, demonic words destroy, they do not build up. Demonic words allow you to be held captive and then blame you for it. The word condemnation is a demonic word to keep you in the state that you are miserable in. See, when you understand the power of words, now watch this. The Bible says that a word is a seed. You know what's amazing with a seed? You can go to Bunnings, go to the gardening section, and get some seeds. And you, if you turn it around, you know what it doesn't tell you? It doesn't tell you that you've got to teach the seed to be a tomato. And no, seriously, you need to go out, and this is a plug for Bunnings, or anyone, right? You, 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 get, you, you, know, you get it, and, and you go, wow, okay, the first thing you do is you pull the seed out, and you go, now listen to me, you're a tomato seed. Now, tomato seed, make this, and then you educate the seed. If you do that, please come for prayer. We have some powerful ministries that will help you. You won't, you won't be laughed at at Bunnings. Every seed is this. Every seed is pre-programmed to fulfill what its name is. So if, if you get a tomato seed, you don't have to educate it. You don't even have to encourage it. You don't go, come on, please grow. Please, please, please do me a favor. I'm going to be embarrassed to all my neighbors if you don't grow. Come on, you can do it. Come on, come on, Tamara said. Come on, come on. You know what you do? You stick it into the ground and forget about it, and the seed knows what to do. So every word that you speak that goes out of your mouth knows what to do. I was going through calls the other day, and um, there's a song I used to really sing. Um, it was... I won't mention the name just in case, but it was, I can't get no satisfaction. How many of you know it? The song goes, I can't get no satisfaction. I used to sing that, but I caught myself, I went bang, and I figured out, I used to sing that, but I used to live it. I can't get no satisfaction. When, see, watch this. 
If you, if you listen to me yet carefully now, next time we worship, you'll worship a little bit differently. That what's worship is words. Correct? So whatever words come out of your mouth are pre-programmed to give whatever's come out of your mouth. If, if, if you ever notice when you, when we, what we sing, we filter. What we filter in is, am I singing something that I don't want in this atmosphere? Most of the, that is why, I, I, I heard this comment by a pastor, and he didn't think much of it, but I'm going through it now. I am now going through every song that I know that I've sung that comes to my mind and then negate it. Because you know why? Most of the songs we sing are on a natural level, and what they do is they confirm the level we find ourselves in. You okay? So look, look at some of the love songs. Listen to some of the love songs, and you, want to, you just want to do things to, you know? I, 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 look, it's so powerful. I remember I would, I would get a car, and I always, I always had this deep thinking that everything I get never, everything I get breaks down. So I get a perfectly good car. And guess what? I spend money fixing it and fixing it and fixing it. I remember saying to myself, man, everything I touch goes bad. And guess what? I sowed the seed. The seed said, you want this? I'll give it to you. You okay? Every seed is pre programmed to do what you said it would do. So therefore, mums, dads, you've got children. What do you speak over them? Do you speak what the negativity around them or do you speak God's word? Marriages. What words do you speak to your partner? Because every word that comes out of the mouth, we're going to show it to you in a moment, does what it's supposed to be doing. So what happens is this, is that we have the potential to either create or destroy. That is why it is absolutely phenomenally amazing, plus also there's a, there's a responsibility that says this, I am walking on the road that I have spoken. Blessings are words. So watch this. This is how things work. There was nothing there. God spoke and it manifested. So even if you have never experienced it, you can experience it, but first by speaking. See, you didn't get saved and then invited Jesus to your life. You know, one of the things I was talking to Pastor Silva about this in water baptism is how many people think that they get saved because they get water baptized? No, you get water baptized because you're saved. So salvation comes before the baptism, not the baptism before salvation. So what, so what you did is you were totally away from God. You spoke words. And the moment the word left you, the very split second it left you, a miracle happened in your life. See, you didn't have to get saved. You received salvation. 
and it was by words. Ever listen to Luke? No promise from God is empty of power. Nothing is impossible with God. There is nothing impossible with God or the word of God will never fail. Every word contains a miracle. It's either a miracle of decrease or a miracle of increase. Every word. So God is saying to you this. You can either speak on a low nature. That is, I just repeat what I am feeling or I am creating something that no one else sees. See, the creative power of God is amazing. Let me just give you one illustration. Um, when I was working for the electrical company that was this, I was the sales engineer there, I got invited to this quarry, and it had three to 400 meters of conveyor belts. And um, this, is, this is back in the 80s, so we didn't have any technology that you've got now, right? A phone, if you wanted to call somebody, you'd have to find a box with a wire, and you had to press buttons, right? Everything was, was hardwired. And they said to me this, hey, Ted, what we want is would you, be, would you make that we've got these hundreds of meters of conveyor belts that we can stop the whole plant from any place where the conveyor belt goes? It's never been done before like that. And I remember something inside of me jumped out. I said, I, I said yes, I can. Then I went into the car and started crying. I go, Flip, what did I just say? And, and I'm just going, God, you've got to help me. You've got to help me. You've got to help me. I'm, I'm, I was during, during my lunch break. I'm walking down to get my lunch, and there was a, a yacht shop. It was all about sailing. As I'm walking through, something jumps up. It says, Ted, have a look at that. You've got pulleys. You've got strings. You've got this, this, this. So I went in, and, I, and the guy goes, oh, what kind of yacht do you have? Oh, no, I've got a conveyor belt. It's a different kind of yacht. It, it, it doesn't like water. And then, then I realized that you had these pulleys that they go around corners because you've you got, uh, you got uh, eye bolts and you've got all this other stuff that makes it that you, you can go like this, like this, like this. And I'm thinking, Flip, I can use that on this. I spoke, the words went out, and as I am walking behind this shop that I have walked day after day, looked into it, and God says, the answer's there. See, your words that come out of your mouth. So you, every word that God has given you is a miracle word. Look at Jeremiah 1.9. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in, say it after me, Change that word to my mouth. I want you to know this, and just watch this. Work carefully with me now. The first time words were used, God's words were used, that he comes into an empty space, and he speaks, and all of a sudden there's a manifestation of what he speaks. Now, put some weight on this. The Bible doesn't say that I have given you a diluted word from me, but the Bible says this, the words that I use is I'm giving them to you. So that means that the full dimension 
of the words that God used are now resided in you now. The words that spoke, let there be light, and the sun came. The word that spoke to the waters, you need to divide. They divided. It's the same word. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a different word. He's not, he hasn't given you a downgraded, watered down, superficial word. He says this, the words that came out of my mouth when I created, I have come and I have put them in your mouth. Think about this. The same word that Jesus said to the centurion that his servant was two, three days walk away. He spoke, it's healed. It's the same word that's got inside of you. If you're feeling it hard to forgive somebody, the same word that, that will happen on the cross, forgive them for they do not what they do is the same word in you. that just let it dawn on you that the same word that Jesus used on the cross forgive them that means that you have the power to forgive the most hideous thing that has ever been done to you wow that means you can get out of any prison they're very quiet Now watch this. If you want some proof, look at Isaiah 55, 11. So also will be the words that I speak. This is Jesus saying, it does not return to me unfulfilled. My word performs my purpose and fulfills the, miss, the mission I sent it out to accomplish. Wow. Think about this. Watch this word. Jesus is saying, this is what God does. He says, God goes, look at this. Every time I open my mouth, the word goes out. The word has a mission. The word has an assignment. The word has power. The word has anointing. And it, and it says this. My word doesn't come back to me and say, hey, I couldn't do it. My word doesn't come back to me. Scusi, I missed the mark. So I, I, I got the lost. I got the hungry and I had to eat. The word, the Bible says this, the word goes out, does what it's supposed to do, and when it's done it, it turns around, comes back. Why? Why did the word come back? So it can be sent again to another mission. So what you do is you go be healed. The power of God goes out, be healed, and it comes back to you. And what's the word saying? Send me out again. So the word of God is subject to you. So the Bible tells you, he encourages you, and he says this, I have put my words in your mouth, but unless you speak it, it doesn't make any difference. Just watch this. When the children of Israel were going to leave Egypt, and right on the last plague, there was a death angel coming. And God said to the children of Israel this, take an innocent lamb, collect its blood, 
put the lamb on the spit. You're going to eat the lamb and take the blood and put it on your house, on your door. And then when the angel comes, he'll bypass it. The blood had the power, but the blood didn't affect anybody until it was applied. So, you, so they killed the lamb. They got the blood. But the, as long as this communion juice is in this cover, it has the power. It has all the promises that God made it. But unless it is applied, it has no effect on you. So, so many people agree with the word. Some of you go, yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. But the Bible says you need to put it to this. Now, let me give you another promise. Look at, look at Isaiah 59, verses 21. As for me, God says, this is my covenant with Ted. My spirit that I've placed upon Ted and the words that I have given Ted to speak, they are not going to leave your mouth all the mouths of your children, all the mouths of your grandchildren, you will keep repeating these words and don't ever stop God's orders. Let, let me just show you something that's powerful. The faith movement or a church like ours gets, uh, gets um, there's an accusation that comes against us. He goes, oh, you don't believe in reality. You know, you just go, oh, no, just blab it and grab it, blab, 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 blab. You know, you know oh, yeah, oh, you're just saying just because you say it, it's going to happen. Come on, you're not real. If I am sick, how can I say that I am healed? You with me? How, how can the weak say I am strong? How can the broke say my, all my bills are paid? See, here's, here's the issue. You either confess what you're going through or you confess the word. I never do this. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. But what I do is I confess the word. I go, my natural confession that comes out of my mouth is a seed. But so is the word of God. So now I have a choice. Without the, if I didn't know the word of God, I wouldn't have a choice. Without the word of God, there is only cursing and there's no blessing. But so what do I do when I'm sick? I know that I'm sick. That's why I'm confessing. I am not denying that I have got pain. But what I am doing is the word of God said, I am healed according to Isaiah 53 verses 3 and 4. By his stripes I am healed. What have I just done? I have come into agreement with the spoken word and now my spoken word that comes from God overrides the natural word. So it's not positive thinking. It is the reality of heaven coming to earth. Do you realize that the natural world is subject to the higher world? That is why when heaven comes to earth, 
Earth changes, heaven doesn't. See, when I have a, if I believe something and it happens, when it happens, heaven doesn't change, the earth changes. The kingdom of God doesn't advance in heaven, it advances on earth. So you can either choose to confess where you are or confess the word. Your bang book says you're broke. But the word of God says, by his riches, all my needs are met. See, I'm not fighting with the bang book. I'm agreeing with God. After this, I know why you're quiet. I'm not going to say anything anymore. Let me just put it this way. Words have real estate. They're not just radio waves. When you speak a word, it's, it's, it's God speaking. Do you realize? Listen to me carefully. Here's something to help you. When you speak God's word, it is, it is as if Jesus was speaking. Let me take you a higher level. What did Jesus say? I don't speak anything that I don't hear my father speaking. Jesus was my example, correct? Come, come on. Jesus is our example. You know what Jesus what he said this? What did he hear? He heard that man needs that man is already healed. Just speak the word. So what does Jesus do? I heard the Father, and he speaks to that man, he changes his condition. There's five thousand people that need to be fed. He talks to Philip. Philip. Feed him. And he goes, well, well I can't do anything. I'm, and he's going, yeah, the, the reason you can't do anything, Phil, is because you're living on a lower level. Let me hear what I heard my father say, that I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. Bang, it happens. Well, so what did Jesus do? He took the word, he spoke it, it manifested. So now he tells you and I, I want you to do the same. The, the Bible says in Ephesians 1, that's uh, what's his name, uh, Men's ministry. Be ye imitators of God. Now, I, I heard one guy, I got to close. I heard one guy do this. He took it literally. So you know what he did? For a whole year, he dressed up in a robe, sandals, and only ate pita bread and fish. And everybody goes, wow, that's a real Christian. No, that's a deluded person. How many of you want to go now to the shop and go, oh, what do you want? I want a robe. No, not a bathrobe. I mean like a robe robe. And from now on, pita bread and fish. And people go, people are not going to get saved. They're going to look at you and they're not going to go, oh, Jesus, forgive me, forgive me. They're not going to look at you. What studio set did you come out of? But how do we imitate God? We imitate God by speaking like God. We'll, we'll take this on another level next week. But now, this is, what, this is what I have for you. What did you say about today when you got up in the morning? Because you can either make it. If you got up this morning and said, today's not going to be a good day, you need to stop it. If today you woke up and you go, oh, my wife and my husband, oh, they're not going to be good to me, stop it. 
if you, if you say this, oh, God, you've got to go to work on Monday. Oh, my boss doesn't like me. No, no, I'm not going to find a car park. I bet you're going to get a speeding ticket. Oh, yeah. Why do you get upset when you get what you want? Come on. Why do people get upset when they've prophesied it and lived it? Why did I get upset? I buy a good car and he breaks out. And I get upset and I blame God. And God says, what did you speak over that car? I said, right, it's a lemon. And so people go, let me, watch this, watch this. Jesus spoke to a tree and the tree obeyed him. Well, why can't a car? If I, if I were you, I'd lay your hand on your washing machine. I do. We've had a washing machine, I don't know for how long, it's, we've only had to have one service, and then when I, when I, I thought it was going to be hundreds of dollars, it was like $173, I go, yay. I just listened to one guy that you know, has a business, and the air conditioning guy came up to him, and he said to this to him, he goes, I don't get it. If I rely, if my income relied on the things that break down in your business, I'd go broke. Come on. How many of you prophesy over your bodies? We're going to have, um, Pastor Sue is going to give us communion. Every morning, I speak to Ted Fabianic. I go, Ted, I don't do, I don't do John or Peter, because that's not my name, my name's Ted. I go, Ted, right now, your heart is responding to the Word of God. Your kidneys, your liver, your bones, your, every cell in your body is responding to the word of God. Speak to your finances. Oh, okay, you good? I just, I want to get into communion. I'm, you're going to hear an amazing word today. But here's the key. You are made in the image of God. God creates where he walks by his words. And the same word that God spoke is the same word in you and because it's the same word in you you can expect the same result let's pray father right now in the name of jesus i thank you i thank you for your word i I thank you for the just amazing thing that you've done for us is that you put your word in our mouth father right now I, i i pray that there would be such a soberness that would come upon us that when with the realization that I was made to be blessed and I was also made to bless. So Father, I pray as we, as we become more like you, that Father, we become aware that we're not planting seeds to destroy but we're planting seeds so that others can also prosper. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I annul every negative word that has been spoken. Father, I annul every word that says I can't, every word that says it can't happen to me, every word that has said I'm not that lucky. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, 
I declare the blessing of God over you. I declare that the Word of God is manifested in and through your life. I declare that you are the head and not the tail. I declare that you are healed and not sick. I declare that all your needs, financial, material, emotional are met. I declare you free in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.